Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone, rest your cause. Happy Friday, Edwin. Happy Friday, Andrew, wrapping up a week. Wrapping up a week of talking about John 15 and quickly wrapping up a year. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, next week's the last week of the year, isn't it? I think so. Yeah, yeah I think so. Be, wow. Got Christmas on Monday, and then... Yeah, public service announcement. Yeah. If, you have, if, you, if you participate in the giving of gifts at this time of year, <laughs> it's time to get to the store. Yeah, you better get started on that. <laughs> better, better get, get started, started on, that. on that. But before that, we're going to be meeting on Sunday to worship God with That's our brothers right. and sisters here among the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue. Amen. We'd love for you to join us if you're, if you're in the Tampa area. We will be meeting at 10 o'clock for our Assembly of Worship. We'd love for you to join us. You can find out more about times and location at our website, christiansmeethere.org. Absolutely. So as we look at John chapter 15 today, uh, I guess we need to talk about the last couple of verses here. We will. I, I want to lead into it, though. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and start again. I'm going to read what we read yesterday and lead into it. Is that okay with you? Okay. Were you going to say something else? I, I thought you were just setting up for me to read. Well, no. When you said lead into it, I thought you were going to talk for a minute and kind of No, no, no. I mean up a the reading lead a into A longer it. reading. Longer reading. Yeah, I'm going to start in verse well, 18. we're on the same page. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to lead into the reading by reading starting in verse 18. If the world hates you, know that it has hated me before it hated you. If you were of the world, the world would love you as its own. But because you are not of the world, but I chose you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. Remember the word that I said to you. A servant is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they kept my word, they will also keep yours. But all these things they will do to you on account of my name, because they do not know him who sent me. If I had not come and spoken to them, they would not have been guilty of sin. But now they have no excuse for their sin. Whoever hates me hates my father also. If I had not done among them the works that no one else did, they would not be guilty of sin. But now they have seen and hated both me and my father." But the word that is written in their law must be fulfilled. They hated me without a cause. But when the Helper comes, whom I will send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth, who proceeds from the Father, he will bear witness about me. And you also will bear witness because you have been with me from the beginning. Spent a little time last week talking about this Helper. Yeah. Uh, an interesting word, paraclete, that has mm-hmm. a kind of a spectrum of meaning to it. Yeah. Um, one who comes alongside is mm-hmm. sort of the idea. And so that help may look a little different in different situations and circumstances. Sure, sure. And some of the some of the translators' choices have reflected that. When the word appears in 1 John, for instance, it is the word advocate. And Jesus Christ is that paraclete, that advocate that stands with Christians. Um of course, we're not talking about Jesus here in John 14, 15, 16, because Jesus is distinct. He is going to be sending this helper and sending this paraclete. And while we had a little introduction to some of his work in the 14th chapter about bringing to mind a remembrance of all that Jesus had taught and so forth, he comes back to him now in the 15th chapter and says this helper has some other work to do. Let me share with you a Bible passage that doesn't use this word, but I think demonstrates what this word is all about. Mm-hmm. And even very specifically will demonstrate 
this word in our context, in the John 15 context. So I know that paraclete's not used in 2 Timothy chapter 4. We mentioned this passage last week when we talked about the helper. But in 2 Timothy 4, when Paul is setting up Timothy, getting him prepared as a successor, he starts here in 2 Timothy 4.14. Alexander the coppersmith did me great harm. The Lord will repay him according to his deeds. Beware of him yourself, for he strongly opposed our message. At my first defense, no one came to stand by me, but all deserted me. May it not be charged against them. But the Lord stood by me and strengthened me, so that through me the message might be fully proclaimed and all the Gentiles might hear it. So I was rescued from the lion's mouth. The Lord will rescue me from every evil deed and bring me safely into his heavenly kingdom. To him be the glory forever and ever. Amen. Mm -hmm. So I know the Holy Spirit is not directly mentioned, though I think as I consider all that I know about the Holy Spirit, that the Lord standing with Paul will be in the person of the Holy Spirit, the strength, the support. But it's that nobody was with me. Nobody came alongside me, but the Lord came alongside Mm -hmm. me. The Lord Mm -hmm. was with me and the Lord strengthened me so that in this really difficult, tenuous situation, I would have the strength to bear witness to Jesus, Mm -hmm. that I would be able to tell the Gentiles all the gospel, and they would be able to hear it. And look, the Lord delivered me from the lion's mouth, and I am going to be delivered from every evil deed. Doesn't mean he's not going to get executed. In fact, he thinks the execution is coming, but he knows he's going to be carried through the execution into the safety of the heavenly kingdom by that execution even. But this picture, even though it doesn't use that word paraclete, this this is the picture of what the paraclete yeah, is. It this illustrates is that, it. That's coming alongside, supporting and strengthening. And I do think it is the perfect parallel for our helper passage at the end of John 15. This is why I wanted to back up and read the paragraph before it. What John does here, and you know, as we're doing text talk, we kind of miss it because there's this chapter break after these verses. But if we if we were to take this last paragraph that we read mostly yesterday, and then I started with today, it's talking about the world hating us. And even though we recognize that through the world's hate, we're ultimately going to have resurrection, right. it's hard to choose to behave in a way that's going to cause people to hate me. It's hard to go along with, I know what I'm about to do means I'm going to get beat. I'm going to get laughed at. I'm going to get mocked. Mm -hmm. And and, And then choose to go do it. And then choose to go do it. Even when I know the ultimate end. I mean, what I tend to do in that scenario is, I wonder if I can get out of the hatred and get out of the mocking and get out of the execution, but convince myself I'm still getting the exaltation in the end also. Well, I... You know, the Lord will pray fervently, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. So that's where, if we're going to be like him, we're going to go through that too. But then ultimately, let thy will be done. Let thy will be done. Then he says, following this issue of the hatred, then he says, but when the helper comes, whom I will send to you, wow, the helper. Why do I need a helper? Why do I need a supporter? Why do I need a strengthener and a comforter? Because I'm being hated. (laughs) Because this thing I'm being asked to do is really hard. No, that's that's a really great point. The helper was going to help their memory uh, in the 14th chapter. And now it seems the helper is going to help their heart and their resolve in the 15th chapter. But as we move into chapter 16, which we'll do on Monday, notice I have said all these things to you to keep you from falling away. They'll put you out of the synagogues. Indeed, the hour is coming when whoever kills you will think he's offering service to God. They'll do these things because they've not known the father nor me. But I have said these things to you that when their hour comes, you may remember that I told them to you. So he goes back now to this issue of being hated and being persecuted. 
what, what's remarkable to me about that is that also echoes to me of Saul of Tarsus or Paul, that he's on both sides of this, isn't he? Yes. He's the guy thinking he's doing service for God as he persecutes the church, but by the end, he is a recipient of a helper, mm-hmm. the Lord standing by him when he must then suffer trial and persecution for being a Christian. And then in chapter 16, it's going to go back to talking about the Holy Spirit, as it's going to talk about sending the Helper. I go away so that the Helper will come. What we find here is this interlocking, this interlocking of you're going to be hated, you're going to be persecuted, but I'm sending someone to help you deal with this. Mm -hmm. I'm sending someone to help you stand up so that you won't fall away. I've said all these things to keep you from falling away. I'm going to send this helper to keep you from falling away, to help you stay true. I think this is so powerful if we really want to understand the work of the helper in the apostles, but also within us. Mm -hmm. The the recognition, we said this last week, we'll probably say it again when we talk about John chapter 16. There there is one aspect of the Holy Spirit that we folks today tend to focus on, and that's the miracles. Right. That's miraculous gifts and are we going to speak in tongues and are we going to be able to heal? Mm-hmm. And is he going to give me some type of miraculous guidance and point the way for me separate and apart from the word that he revealed and all of that? That's that's where we get tied up and we start arguing and fussing about all those things. And I want to notice what this is, what this paragraph, this little statement about this, the Holy Spirit, who he is, what he accomplishes. Notice the Holy Spirit's goal is not to bear witness to the Holy Spirit. He does not bear witness of himself. No. His goal is to bear witness to Jesus. Mm. And the work that he is doing with the apostles and anyone is to point people to Jesus. He will testify of me, verse 26. I think this is important because in all of these discussions today, Andrew, about having the Holy Spirit, I hear people say things like, well, he's the forgotten God. Yeah. I hear people say things I like, may have he read is, that somewhere. he's the Cinderella of the Godhead. And you know what we need to do is pull the Holy Spirit out and get him out of the basement and dust him off and put him on display so that the world can see the power of the Holy Spirit. And we want folks to know that our church is, is a, a power packed, full of the Holy Spirit passionate filled worshiping church because we've got the Holy Spirit here. Mm-hmm. You need to come to our church because we've got the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Don't go to those churches. They don't even know who the Holy Spirit is. And look, the Holy Spirit is a part of the Godhead. Mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit is a person of God, Father, mm-hmm. Son, and Spirit. He is equal with God. He has the power of God. We need to study the Holy Spirit, learn the Holy Spirit, understand as best we finite people can. But here, as we study the Holy Spirit, we're going to find out that the Holy Spirit does not want us putting him on display. Mm-hmm. He wants us putting Jesus on display. Mm-hmm. When the, mm-hmm. the the church that is truly following the Holy Spirit is not the one that bears witness to the Holy Spirit the most. It's the one that bears witness to Jesus the most. Yeah. The Christian who is truly Spirit-led and Spirit-filled is not the one who puts the Holy Spirit on display mm-hmm. in his or her life, mm-hmm. but the one who puts Jesus on display display the most and because that's because when i am following the lead of the holy spirit i'm going to be pointing people not to the holy spirit but to jesus mm-hmm. does that make sense at all to you it certainly goes along with these verses <laughs> well good i'm glad but, i wasn't just pulling it out of thin air but uh but i i think that those are verses that maybe a lot of uh church going folks need to need to meditate upon yeah because uh, because i mean there's a big show a lot of big show and a lot of big production where um, groups get together and they get manipulated, frankly, by lights and by music and by sound. And then they are told, 
Well, now that's the Holy Spirit just showed up. Sure. God has done all that. And it's not the Holy Spirit. It is sound engineers. <laughs> and they're really good at their job, and it's slick production, but that's what it is. And we do not need to be manipulated. The Lord's way is the way of truth. The way of the Holy Spirit is the way of truth. And uh, we just we don't need to be played by a bunch of spiritual hucksters. And the Holy Spirit is the helper, the supporter, the strengthener. I think what we find here is we trust God that we have the Spirit. I know I have him because he said I do. Mm-hmm. In Acts 2.38, if you repent and are baptized for the remission of your sins, he will give the gift of the Holy Spirit. And I know we debate on precisely what that is, but whatever it is that God is giving there, I've got it, and I know it because he said I have it. Amen. Rather than i got to have, you know, like— like Satan was trying to say to Jesus in the wilderness, yeah, prove, Why don't you pr- prove that you have prove it. it. Do some miracle to prove that you have it. No, I'm going to trust the word of God. He says I have this gift. And so what I'm going to do now is I'm going to point people to Jesus. Mm-hmm. I'm going to follow Jesus. I'm going to promote Jesus. Well, I'm going to strive to live, be like Jesus. And I know the spirit is there to help me. And I'm going to bear fruit. I mean, if we can go back to the yeah. beginning of the chapter, there's the evidence of it. That this is what demonstrates you have the Holy Spirit, that you're led by the Spirit, that you're walking in the Spirit, if you bear the fruit of the Spirit. And what I do with that is I pursue Jesus, and I know that when I'm doing that, the Holy Spirit is going to come alongside me and give me everything I need to accomplish that. Mm-hmm. I don't have to chase the Holy Spirit. What I need to do is follow Jesus and know the Holy Spirit is there. Yes. The Holy Spirit is there to lift me up, to walk me on the water, to hold my hand. I'm going to trust God, and I'm going to follow Jesus, and I'm going to know the Holy Spirit's there. He's the helper. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us for Text Talk today. Hope you have a beautiful, beautiful weekend, and let's have a word of prayer. Our great God and Father, we thank you for your love, your goodness, your grace. We thank you for your word. We thank you, Father, for the faithfulness of the apostles who were able to sit with Jesus as he taught him these things the very night that he would be betrayed and how the Holy Spirit has safeguarded all of this to bring it to us in the scripture today. Father, we pray that we might be mindful that there can be a cost, that there is a cost to being a faithful servant of yours and friend to Christ, that the world will hate us because we are like Christ. But we pray, Father, that we might look for the help you provide in the Spirit, in your Word, in faithfulness to those things, trusting, Father, in the end that we will be with you forever through Christ. And in his name we pray, amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne.